0: HD Smartcast. You are listening to Alive Mint Production, brought to you by HD Smartcast. Hi guys, I am Prasun and I am back with another episode of Techtra, a podcast where we talk about everything technology. And this is the one where we take a hot topic, topic in the industry and clear all misconceptions around it. It was a slow news week for tech this time, but you know what, I did pick out something interesting and this week we're going to talk about cryptocurrencies, Bitcoin, Ethereum and other coins that make absolutely no sense to any of us, but seem to be the rave anyway. So cryptocurrencies have usually been opposed by governments, traditional financial institutions, banks and so on. But this week, both Visa and MasterCard came out in support of cryptocurrencies. And all of us know that Visa and Mastercards are by far two of the biggest names in financial institutions. I mean, they're on all of our debit and credit cards, right? So Visa believes that cryptocurrencies will improve the value of digital payments in future. And MasterCard flat out announced that they will be Increasing their crypto card partner program. So that means they'll be tying up with more companies who issue crypto cards. These are debit and credit cards based on cryptocurrencies. Now, why does this really matter to us, right? Because it's a step towards legitimizing cryptocurrencies. The reason these things are opposed by governments, etc., is because they take away control over currency from institutions and governments and state bodies, etc. So basically, India can control the rupee, America can control the dollar, and then there's Europe with Euro and so on and so forth. You can't do that with Bitcoin, nobody controls Bitcoin. In fact, at this very instant when I'm recording the podcast, Bitcoin's value in India stands at 1 Bitcoin is equal to over 7 lakh rupees. And I can promise you the value will be very different by the time you listen to this podcast. And volatility is a big problem because for any currency to be legitimate, you have to have a way to make them stable. Imagine if the 10 rupee note in your hand did not have the same value in the next one hour. That just wouldn't work, would it? This is why companies like Visa and Mastercard seem to be backing what is called stablecoin. Now this is another jargon that you will hear often. So stablecoins basically replicate fiat currency, that's our regular currency. So just like our regular currency is backed by tangible assets like gold, stablecoin is also backed by tangible assets so that it's not volatile. And that's a great thing. That's what keeps them in check and keeps them from being volatile so traditional institutions can use them as a form of currency. Visa and all are also interested in cryptocurrencies because of the underlying tech, that is blockchain. And yes, I know it's a buzzword nowadays. And for the most part, every company that comes to you and says, we do blockchain, they are actually just using it as a buzzword, unfortunately. However, blockchain does have a lot of functionality when it comes to financial transactions. It offers much more security, it offers much more accountability, and so on. And it's, of course, much better when you want to operate transactions across countries. Between Visa and MasterCard, the two companies have so far filed 104 patents in blockchain technology. So you can see that while these companies are supporting cryptocurrencies, it seems pretty clear that they're not going to issue a cryptocurrency of their own. Instead, they're going to partner with other organizations which work with such things. For example, A crypto card partner actually just converts cryptocurrencies into fiat currency, they just do it on the fly. So imagine you have a debit card which has 100 Bitcoin in it, but when you swipe it in a terminal, the payment is actually made in rupee or dollar, wherever you are. And that is much easier to do with cryptocurrencies than it is to do with regular currency. It will also cut down various taxes and things that governments have to employ at this point because of conversion rates, etc. Visa and MasterCard were in fact partners to Facebook's Libra cryptocurrency. You know, one of the various things Facebook did for world domination. Please don't sue me for that. They both dropped out after financial institutions, governments, etc. opposed Libra. But it doesn't seem like they're done with cryptocurrencies at this point. And that's a great sign for people who invest in crypto, for enthusiasts, for companies who are building proper financial institutions based on cryptocurrency. And this is a great time for it because, just like digital payments, digital currencies have also seen a great increase during the pandemic. In fact, Wazirex, which is India's largest crypto exchange, saw 400% growth in trading volumes in March. And I'll leave you with this. You can buy Coca-Cola in Australia and New Zealand by using Bitcoins now. So that's it for this week. What did you guys think of this episode? Is there something you guys would really want me to cover? Write to me. You can find me on Instagram and Twitter at Undertaker. Yes, you heard that right. That's U-N-D-E-R-T-E-C-H-E-R. Or you could just write to podcasts at HindustanTimes.com.